Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's start there. Updated CFP rankings, dropping Florida State out of the top four. The Jordan Travis injury obviously playing a big part in that. Washington jumps up into the top four after their ugly win on the road in Corvallis. Georgia remains number one, Ohio State two, Michigan three. Georgia at plus 225, still the favorite to win the national championship. Michigan just behind them at 275. And speaking of just behind uh, the top four, mentioned Florida State dropping to five, Oregon six, Texas seven, Bama eight. So let's start with the Knowles. Um, Jordan Travis done for the season after he gets injured against Northern Alabama. Um, let, let's start with, with the Seminoles and what their playoff future looks like if it's still intact after losing Travis, considering they've got Florida, big rivalry game this weekend, and then Louisville in the ACC championship game. I mean, look, it's uh, you're, you're lying to yourself if if you don't think that this impacts you know their their odds. It's I mean, Jordan Travis is, is terrific. Uh, mm-hmm. Now they're they're Florida State. They're not going to have it's not me back there as his backup. You know they're going to have a quality player, uh, you know, coming in and backing up. We've seen Cardale Jones do the same thing. Right, JT Barrett got hurt, and 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 Cardale came in and 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 won the national championship for uh, Ohio State. So we've seen that. We, we've we've seen it happen, but it doesn't mean it's likely. Um, I, I struggled with what the committee should do with them. Uh, I, I thought I thought Washington was in a position with that a really good road win to jump them anyway. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I think that Florida State's you know prospects for a title are are uh, are dead and gone. Yeah, Tate Rotomaker, I mean, played well, but it's against, like we said, North Alabama. I mean, 13 to 23 for 217, a couple of touchdowns in the three quarters of work yeah. that Florida State's backup put in. Although, you know, Florida might be the perfect opportunity for him to tune up for the ACC championship game against Louisville. Um, we'll get into scenarios and uh, one chaos scenario. There's a couple chaos scenarios out there in particular, but let's go to the top four instead of talking about the team that lands just outside of it. Georgia, once again, emphatic. Um, they, they look like they're settling in. For those mm-hmm. of us, including myself, I'm one of those guys that questioned them at times this year because of their sloppy starts, because they had to close out games late. They are stepping on the gas at just the right time. They look like they're, once again, the undisputed number one for a reason. 
Oh yeah, they uh, they, they they look like they are going. Uh, they're going places, man. They're going right back to where they started, which is the national championship picture. And that's, I mean, it, it would not stun me if they had a loss, uh, you know, in the SC championship game, and it wouldn't stun me if somebody picked them off in the final four. But I think their last three game stretch, where they really have dominated, I mean, not great teams, but good enough teams, teams that could bite you, uh, and they've dominated them every yeah. every single one. It uh, it's like okay. Daddy's home, and 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 we are gonna we're gonna ride this thing. So, look, I, I, if Georgia, I think they kind of locked up a spot, even if with a, even with a loss. Let me ask you that because that there's there's scenarios out there, and look, one of these chaos scenarios that I saw on the CFP reveal show Tuesday night includes, and I'll, I'll paint I got a this bone picture. to pick with them too. I got a big bone to pick with them too. I'll get to that later. You, you, yeah, all right. So let's start with this, this scenario. Let's say Michigan beats Ohio State, right? Okay, Michigan beats Ohio mm-hmm. State and then goes to the Big Ten Championship game and beats Iowa. They are unde- undefeated Big Ten champs, 13-0. They're in, no question. Let's say right. Florida State beats Florida, takes care of business against Louisville and Charlotte. They're going to be 13-0 conference champs as well. They're in. Even with their backup quarterback, you can't keep an undefeated team out especially undefeated conference champs, they are in. Let's say Alabama does something you alluded to there a second ago and upsets Georgia in the SEC title game. You'll have Alabama and Georgia both 12-1, and both with some really quality wins on their record, but one big loss, and you'll have Bama as a conference champ. Um, Let's also talk Pac-12 briefly and say Oregon gets their revenge against Washington in the Pac-12 title game. That assumes they get past the Beavers this weekend. Uh, And full disclosure, you guys know we do this show on Thursday nights, so it may be Saturday morning as you're listening to this, and we already know the outcome of the Civil War. Um, Keep that in mind as we talk about Oregon, Oregon State, specifically in a couple of minutes, but Oregon and the Pac-12 scenario as a whole here. Texas has a chance maybe to, to, I mean, if they win the Big 12, especially they're going to get a ranked opponent most likely, you know, depending on wh- whether it's Oklahoma or K-State, outside shot Oklahoma State. They'll beat a ranked opponent in the Big 12 title game if they win the conference championship. So we're talking three one-loss conference champs. We're talking three really... Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. teams in Georgia, Washington, and Ohio State. There's a lot going on here, man, that could 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 it actually lead to Georgia m- missing out? I, I mean, I, I suppose it could. Um, 
I think the committee in this situation, you know, Florida State really, you, you got to have Florida. I think Florida State's got to lose for Georgia to make it in, in this scenario. Okay. Um, yeah. Or, you know, like, I, because I, I, I do think that there's a situation where um, the committee will have to decide between Texas and Georgia. Everybody points to Texas and Alabama. I think if Alabama wins the SEC, they're in. They're going to take. Uh, a one-loss SEC champ. Um, I think so. I think regardless, if you know, the winner of the SEC's in. But doesn't um, Texas-Bama and that decision come down to a simple, well, they beat them kind of thing? Like, like, that's what I co- – and, and people make that point. It's a really good – you can't ignore the fact that Texas beat Bama. And it was early in the season, and Bama was still finding their sea legs and all that. But, I mean, Texas beat Bama. And so – Given that, like I, I have a hard time if I'm the committee putting Bam- a one-loss Bama team ahead of a one-loss Texas team if both are conference champs. Right, but I don't think they're arguing between Texas and Bama. I think the winner of the SEC is just in at one loss. Mm. I think they're arguing between Texas and Georgia. That's okay. the argument. You know, like they're not, they're not going to keep the SEC out if, if the winner only has one loss. Like that, unless unless there's four undefeateds, then then you've got that. But I just don't see it. And and this is my this is my my you know my complaint with the uh, the, the selection show you know uh, they were talking that you know the great you know McElroy said can't have the precedent set that uh, you know the head to head doesn't matter dude they did it last year you know we saw that yeah. last year uh, you know head to head didn't matter uh, you know Bama was ranked five uh, Tennessee was six same record didn't matter so they've already set that precedent and I agree with the precedent I don't think the head to head should matter at all. I think the resume should matter because the style styles make fights. That's just you know, so some so, teams so just let, don't match up well with others. Let's let's look at the resume then. If we're in this scenario where Bama beats Georgia in the SEC title game and Texas beats the Red Raiders this weekend, and then whoever they get in the Big Twelve title game, right? So we'll have both of them at twelve and one. Both of them as conference champs, and you'll have Texas as that twelve and one Big Twelve conference champ with a record against ranked opponents. At that point, would be. Five and zero. Georgia at that point, I think, would be four and one. Now, Georgia's only loss would be to Bama in the SEC title game, but would also have you know a, a team that's now unranked in Kentucky is one of their, I guess, ranked wins if you want to call it that. Um, I, I don't know. I I I think I see an an opportunity here for Texas to sneak in if. Bama, especially if Oregon should win out, and you've got three undefeated teams. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's paint a scenario where it's Michigan, Florida State, and Oregon all undefeated conference champs, and we're deciding between uh, Bama or Texas as as the fourth one. I think there's a scenario where now maybe you're right. The SEC champ Bama gets in in that case, regardless. Um, and we're not even talking about Texas or Georgia. Texas just gets bumped because they're Big Twelve champ and. It might be the weakest of the five major conferences in this scenario. Although, with the number of ranked teams, it's hard to argue that Florida State wouldn't be. Although, again, in this chaos scenario, they're undefeated. So, I, again, I understand the Big 12 is what it is, and it's not as strong as the SEC. But I would look at it and say, man, if Texas gets to that point, and Texas is 12-1 and Big 12 champs, and they are 4-0 against ranked teams with their only loss against a ranked team, their only loss in the season coming to Oklahoma. Um, I'd have a hard time, I think, 
not putting them in ahead of Bama. And I, I would, you could, you could sway me on an argument maybe for putting them in uh, uh, ahead of Georgia if it came down to that instead. Yeah. Oh, so, so it's, it's four and one, right? Three and one against Three and the right one. team. Yeah. Sorry. Is that right? Three and one. Yeah. yeah they don't all have math choppy. They all, come on. <laughs> yeah. They, they lose. They you beat see Bama. This Penn State hat I'm wearing. You know, math is not a strong suit. I, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's not a good food suit either with Micah Parsons' turkey dinner uh, favorite sides. Holy cow. Um, yeah, because they beat Te- they would have beat Alabama. Right. Beat Kansas K-State and beat State. Oklahoma State. And yeah. then they lose to Oklahoma, so three and one. I mean, look, you can make a case for anybody. I just don't see a scenario where there's a one-loss SEC champ and there's not four undefeateds and they leave them out. Now, there's four undefeateds. Right. You know, then that's obviously, which is which is impossible now. But if there's four undefeated, I think there's a scenario there. Uh, again, I don't think they're deciding between Bama and Texas if Bama wins the SEC. I think they're deciding between, and I'm assuming Florida State loses. I think they're deciding between Texas and Georgia. It's also hard to see a scenario, and I hate to be this guy that makes it all about this, but we know it's the case where the college football playoff committee and the college football playoff has been built for television and their primary partner is ESPN, ABC, Disney, where their biggest rights holder conference does not get a seat at the table. Look next year, when we go to 12 teams and things are wide open, we won't have to worry about this anymore, but you can't convince me that in the final year of the four team playoff, they're not going to go out of their way to ensure an SEC team gets represented because much like the the conversations we just had for the last five, six, yeah. seven minutes, you can make an argument for Bama or Georgia, even if, you know, they end up, even if Bama ends up with Texas, both one loss and both conference champs or whatever it may be, you can make an argument and yeah, you might piss off some people down in, in Austin. You might piss off some people outside of the SEC, but you're ESPN, you're Disney, you're the CFP. And don't tell me the committee and the e- and Disney don't go hand in hand somewhat. You're going to make sure your biggest boys get taken care of. Yeah. Now, now there is one caveat to that. And that is, you know, that Texas will be in the SEC next year with a partner. And I don't know that there is a school that has more eyeballs on them than Texas. Right, that's the they're probably one of the biggest draws in this. They're they're a bigger draw than Georgia, TV wise. Yeah, I mean they've you're, got you're, both, they've got you know their fan base is much much bigger. So I don't I mean right maybe not nationally, but I mean like their fan base, the Texas fan base is just massive. So I don't know. I mean I, I think that um, they, they are the one team or one of the handful of teams that could sway that. But I think it's just gonna be tough for them to leave out the uh, a one loss SEC champ when there's not another undefeated. I, I just don't know that they're gonna do that. Uh, that that that's, that doesn't mean they shouldn't do that. I just don't think they're gonna right. do that. This would be a whole lot easier if Bama just hadn't lost to to the Horns earlier this year. Yeah, they've thrown this whole monkey wrench into the process.